from MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture, information technology expert with new core steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we're going to be giving you some traveling tech tips. If you're going to be taking some vacation soon, we'll talk about some things to consider, such as heat and humidity and what kinds of problems they can cause with your tech devices. Also, water, sand, and tech may not mix. We'll talk a little bit about that, too. Also, how do you preserve battery life while you are on the road and protect your data coverage? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. If you have any tech questions or comments this morning, that's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture, information technology expert with New Core Steel Jackson and Flow Wood. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. This morning, we're going to be offering some traveling tips for you uh, with your tech devices. If you're going to be going on a vacation soon or doing some traveling, we'll talk with you about some things to consider, such as heat and humidity. could create some problems with your tech devices. We'll talk about how to avoid those problems. Also, extra batteries can save the day. So that's the part about surviving the trip because, of course, you can't be on a trip and your phone goes dead because then you don't have GPS. Yes, and you can't yeah, take pictures, you, and you can't post on Facebook, so that would just be tragic all around, right? Right. And then, yeah, then the kids start screaming, and you <laughs> know, in my case, the wife would be very unhappy, and you start getting the look. The look, right. Yeah. We all know what that is. Uh, also, data coverage. We'll talk a little bit about that. If you are traveling out of the country, you need to be sure that your plan is ready. So we'll be talking in general about tech and travel this morning. We'd love to hear from you if you want to offer some tips or if you need some advice. Maybe you're going to be traveling soon and you want to know how to make the best uh, of your trip with your tech. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Additionally, if you have any general tech questions that are not travel related, we will take those as well. 877-MPB-RING. So good morning to you, Jeremy. How's everything going with you? What's been going on on the tech front in your world this week? Uh, good morning, Sharita and Wilt. Uh, this Last week, I wrapped up a big tech project. Um, the local Arby's had been struck by lightning and uh, it was just in their parking lot, but it took out everything in their building, their wow. phone system, their modems, their POS system, which is how they put in orders and send them back to the kitchen and everything. Uh, so for like the last month, they were doing everything on paper. And so we finally got all their hardware uh, figured out what all got damaged. And it was it was quite a lot, but they are back and going. So I'm I'm excited for them. Wow. So what were the major things that had to be restored to get them back up and going? Well, I, I mean, that lightning pretty much struck everything. It hit their uh, their server, and it blew some capacitors on their motherboard, so they weren't able to communicate with the box that uh, basically talks to the different terminals, um, which also had to be replaced. I mean, pretty much every component of their network had to be replaced. It messed up a lot. Wow. 
Do you have any ideas about uh, ways that people can make themselves more uh, less susceptible to lightning or is there, you know, is it out of our control for the most part? Well, for the average consumer, I mean, definitely surge protectors and you can get surge protectors for your house which uh, is something that a lot of people should look into. Um, as far as businesses go, I, I assume that the building was already grounded. I think it's just like the lightning struck right out in the parking lot. So it may have hit something underground, mm-hmm. and that may be what did all the damage. I'm really not sure about that. Okay. All right. Well, so what's been going on in your tech world this week? Well, um, luckily not dealing with that but hey while you're at arby's can you pick me up a beef and cheddar i want some potato cakes make them large for me Those there curly uh, fries man i tell you oh I'm man i the manager right now hey there we go and a, and a jamocha shake really get it going okay um you know really it's been a fairly quiet week uh kind of kind of ironic we're talking about traveling tech tips i have a, a couple of teammates up at work that are getting ready to do some travel a couple of them for business and even more of them for pleasure and that's usually when we start getting those phone calls of hey can we make sure my phone is ready for me to go i got one going to cancun mexico i'm not really feeling sorry for him but uh, i'll make <laughs> sure his phone works out there a couple other ones that are going up really close to the arctic circle i might actually give them a little bit of pity but um so really just kind of uh, nothing really hitting the fan too bad, which is pretty good. Um, luckily, luckily, electricity hasn't struck. Yeah. Well, in my tech world, I have changed carriers for Again? The, the third time this year. So, uh, <laughs> you know, first I was with AT&T uh-huh. and uh, I wanted to get an unlimited plan uh, because I don't know if I could get it with AT&T without also having UVerse or something like that. Right. Um, and I have Xfinity, so I didn't have a bundle, so I couldn't get the unlimited thing, and I kept running out of data, and it was reducing my speed to 128 kilobytes per second, which That's was just painful. Horrible. Golly. I, I had 10, 10 gigs a month, and apparently that was not enough, so I went to T-Mobile and ended up going back to AT&T. Won't get into that, and so now I've switched to Verizon, and uh, they have an unlimited plan. And actually, I think they said I get uh, about 22 gigs of data a month before it starts doing this prioritizing thing where right. it may reduce my speed a little bit and I may or may not notice it. It just depends on uh, how and, and uh, how how much traffic I'm in in a particular city. So they explained it to me. Like if I go somewhere to, to Atlanta, like somewhere in Atlanta, maybe at a football game when everybody is on the network, then I might notice Notice a little, little slower uh, operation on my phone. So I'm gonna see uh, how things are going with Verizon. I got a new phone. I got the Space Gray iPhone. I still have the 6s Plus, but it is a different color, and I really like it. I didn't. I had the rose gold before, but now I have this cool space, spacey looking thingy. Um, so I and like it's it. Not in much. a case, Jeremy. It's not in a not case. Not yet. Oh, not yes. yet. I didn't want to get it out of the the actual store because the things are expensive in there. So there's a place in the mall, and I'm gonna go and. I can get a shield and a case for twenty dollars total. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited about this unlimited idea because I need it. I need it badly. Yeah. Now we use Verizon up at work. I've got we've probably got about seventy lines on them. And in all honesty, uh, folks have been you know my teammates report they're pretty happy with the service. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really had much of a problem when it comes to the uh, the data as well. So been pretty good experience. I'm kind of predicting this might be a a happier switch for you. Now, let me ask, because um, people claim that depending on the carrier, they work better in different areas. So I've heard that, oh, T-Mobile is really good outside of Mississippi or Verizon is good in this state. Is that true? Uh, Do carriers work better depending on where you are in the world? 
It does. It depends on who owns the towers in that area. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them have different agreements with different companies. So, you know, uh, for example, a Verizon phone can hop on an AT&T tower. You know, they all kind of own their own. Uh, quite honestly, it's a problem that C Spire has kind of run into back when they were still sell south. You know, they were more regional. Um, once they went national, you know, I was at the uh, Mississippi Development Authority at that time, and a lot of state phones were actually C Spire phones. We started noticing our people traveling outside of the southeast started having more problems connecting because maybe some of those contracts um, had not quite been firmed up. So, yeah, your your area, uh, for example, at my house, Verizon seems to work a little bit better than AT&T. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a couple people that AT&T just works a little bit better. It really does depend on your area. That's why I tell a lot of folks before they're thinking about, oh, what carrier should I use? Talk to a few people in your area and the areas that you frequent and see what they have good luck with. Um, now, can I get either of you to give a really quick lesson on um, these phone speeds? Because sometimes my phone goes to 3G, it's at 4G, and it's at LTE. Which of those is the best and which of those is not the best? Between 3G, 4G, and LTE. LTE is top. Okay. Followed by by 4G, 3G would be kind of considered. Um, I don't want to use the word old technology because it's still definitely viable, but uh, 3G would definitely kind of be that legacy. Um, a little bit more old school is going to be a little bit slower. Okay. Yeah, 3G was when we were dealing with um, the internet when it wasn't quite so mobily optimized. And if your phone steps back to 3G, you're definitely going to notice. Yes, with the speed and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so far, so good. And and one more thing I wanted to ask, you know, a lot of these companies are offering unlimited plans, quote unquote. Are they really 100 percent unlimited or are they unlimited with some kinds of restrictions when you reach a certain amount of gigabytes? Every commercial I've ever seen, I I always kind of get a kick out of it because they'll flash it up there momentarily. And I've actually DVR because I'm a total nerd (laughs) and paused it. But if you look at the fine print, I've not seen one that is truly unlimited. Uh, Pretty much they fall about like what you're looking at. I mean, I had the unlimited AT&T plan personally. Unlimited means I get 22 gig per line. And after that, I get I get scaled back. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, I noticed the scaling back. Uh, usually my daughter is the one who can hit that limit really quick. <laughs> she doesn't really complain. Netflix is still flowing through it, but she may get knocked down to like 3G speeds. And for what she's doing, it's just fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Jeremy, did you have any additional thoughts on that? Uh, as far as the uh, carriers go, I've noticed at least here in Hattiesburg and surrounding areas, Verizon is top dog. Uh, C Spire is a close second, but like Wilt said, they kind of lost some of their towers, so they're, they're not as good as they were, at least as far as coverage goes. Um, if I go out to uh, my wife's family's house uh, out in Ellisville, uh, I have AT&T. I will not be able to use any, I won't have any signal out there, but she'll have ceasefire and she'll be able to use it. Also, people with Verizon will be able to use it. But anybody else, Sprint, T-Mobile, they would all be dead out there. Hmm. Interesting. Well, a little bit more of uh, tech news before we go to the break and get to the phones. Uh, Wilt, you sent me the link about Apple. They wrapped up WWDC. I imagine that's some kind of conference and on Monday by showing off the HomePod. Yeah, they are getting into the market to kind of come in there with those uh, with Google Home and with the Amazon Echo. Um, you know, we should have pretty much predicted it. Apple wasn't going to be too far behind. I mean, they are they are kind of mixing in there. You know, what I saw looked really good. Uh, my my first response to that was, "Lord, it's expensive. It's about twice the price of an Echo." How much is it? Uh, it was around three hundred when I saw. Whoa. Um, well, some of the features. Uh 
seven tweeters, whatever that means, six microphones, and a four-inch woofer that delivers impressive sound. So yeah, they're it, really going it, for quality. Okay, so it's yeah. a better quality. It's more like a Sonos speaker. They say it's not. It's not so much like they're trying to compete with like Alexa and Google Home. It's it's more for the sound, but it does have those those other features as well. Okay. All right, we'll go to one call before the break. Art is in Jackson, has a question about photos. Good morning to you, Art. Hi, y'all. How are y'all this morning? Doing great. Wonderful. All right, I got a situation where I have an Acer uh, laptop, and I've got duplicate, sometimes triplicate uh, photos in my system, and I'm trying to optimize or save um, hard disk space. And I want something to go through, I guess, my whole PC and just get rid of anything that's an exact duplicate. How could I handle that? Any advice? Well, I'm I'm wondering, are these pictures that are coming into it, are they coming from your phone? Are these copies of pictures that you're pulling off of your telephone? I mean, your cell phone? Well, over a period of time, I've pulled them off myself probably a couple of times. And then I've got grandkids that have used a flash drive, putting them on there, which they didn't realize I'd already put them on there. And I don't know oh. how to Go on in systematically, get rid of these things, you know, the duplicates. There's a program out there called Dupe Guru. and Say that that again? Yeah, it's Dupe Guru, and it would allow you to locate those duplicates. It doesn't just look for file names. It actually kind of uh, compares the files together. Uh, So you may want to try that and see if that doesn't help your issue. Okay, could you spell that for me, that Dupe Guru? Yeah, absolutely. It's D U. P-E, like duplicate, and then mm-hmm. it's guru, G-U-R-U, all one word. Oh, guru. Okay, I thought you said guru. Okay, D-U-P-E-Z-U-R-O. Okay, well, I sure appreciate it. You guys are a great source of info. Thank you. All right, Art. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We appreciate your call. So right. that's guru, like G-U-R-U, like like one of those very knowledgeable people. Right, like you guys, yeah. your tech gurus. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Toot our own horns. <laughs> and I noticed not only do they do pictures, they actually have a music edition um, as well. I was just looking that up. I use a, a different program. This looks a little bit better featured for what it does. And, uh, yeah, I run into that a lot. It's, you, you back up computers, you move things over here, and next thing you know, you got 14 copies of the same song. It's like, you know, I really don't need that many. Right, that's true. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get into the conversation about tech traveling tips. If you're going to be doing some traveling this summer, we'd love to give you a little bit of advice. So, for instance, extra batteries. How can you get extra batteries with your tech devices? Uh, You need to back up those photos and videos. We'll talk a little bit about that. If you're heading to the beach, we'll talk about the impact heat and and humidity could have on your tech devices. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any general tech questions about about your devices or if you want to know about some t- traveling tech tips 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org this is think radio this is an mpb think radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the mpb public radio app to listen on your iphone or android phone on demand Welcome 
Welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined today by Wilkes Couture, information technology expert with Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we're talking about traveling tech tips. So we're going to give you some tips if you are considering going on vacation or if you're going to be doing some traveling this summer or in the near future. We'll talk about some things for you to consider. All right, uh, an 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation. Maybe you have some traveling tech tips for us or you need some advice. Uh, you can call us at 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And also, if you have any general tech questions, you can reach out to us as well, 877-MPB-RING. All right, so Wiltz, I uh, really want to talk with you because you just got back from a trip to Disney. And um, so on your uh, journey to Disney, what were some things that you were packing from the tech perspective before you left? Well, you know, it's amazing. I'm finding out, you know, I don't know, maybe back back in the day, you know, mom used to always say before you leave the house, make sure you're wearing clean underwear or whatever else. Yeah. Well, I kind of find out now whenever my kids are leaving, the first question out of my do you have your charger? So now the yeah. charger is more important than clean underwear. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, as long as you have a charger there, you are good to go. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny. My son went to spend the night with someone last night, and I was like, you know, okay, son, be careful. You know, he, he just turned 16, got our driver's license, and said, oh, do you have your charger? Oh, and do you have a toothbrush, too? Right. Um, he had his charger. He forgot his toothbrush, but luckily he picked that back up. Um, <laughs> you could probably charge your toothbrush in, in, uh, it, pretty it, soon, and you could probably charge up your underwear. There's no telling where yeah, this exactly. world's headed. <laughs> exactly. It's going there. You know, self-cleaning underwear. That'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> Jeremy, we need to start working on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another idea. Yep. Um, you know, no, really, uh, going out the door, the biggest thing was making sure we had the power. You know, I mean, all these devices are, are great, and they're putting so much into just one device. But if you can't charge it up, if you can't get that battery going, it really kind of loses some of its, um, you know, some of its effectiveness. And so that was our big thing, making sure that we had the right chargers in the car so that the kids, you know, we had a 12-hour drive ahead of us. We drove down there. Um, so, you know, making sure we stayed charged. Uh, I actually like to keep now a power inverter. Some people may have seen those. You can uh, plug that in. That'll actually give you an outlet for 110 volt, 120 volt, whatever you want to call it, in your car. So you can actually plug up laptops as well. Do you plug it into the cigarette thing? Yep. Okay. Yep. It takes that 12 volt out of your cigarette lighter and then uh, the accessory plug, whatever we call it now, and turns it into the regular 120 like a house outlet would be. It allows you to plug in like, you know, your regular size charger, such as for your computers. And then, of course, you know, the USB cables and, and those that charge our, more, our mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Um, that really came in handy for the ride down there, you know, keeping them charged. Of course, headphones were another big thing. You got, you know, a couple of people in the car. You want to make sure people can actually listen. Right. We did notice it. We ran into a problem. My son still uses an iPhone 6S. Daughter has a 7. You mm-hmm. know, that problem. And, and here's the kicker. He's got the 6S that still has the headphone jack. But he's got the Bluetooth headphones. Where <laughs> she has a seven with no headphone jack, and she likes to use wired headphones. So we had to do some um, strategic balancing there. Yeah, um, that's honestly why I got the six S plus because I didn't want the seven because I don't like that the head the headphone jack is gone. I mean, I know they yeah. have a little adapter, but that's just another thing for me to keep up with. So that but, was the sole reason I did not get the seven. Yeah, and 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 it really, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it really did make that kind of difficult because it was a trade off. Do I keep power on my device or do I plug my headphones in? And in the car, you know, I mean, they they want to listen to what they want to listen to. I mean, you know, it's not stuck in the days like back when when some of us were growing up, hitting the road. You got to listen to whatever dad wants to listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't work anymore. 
So, um, so yeah, that became a problem. Now, the one advantage that we did get with the seven, though, you know, the sevens are water resistant, so it made it a little bit easier for some of those splashy rides. Okay, but, uh, and they are definitely water resistant. Yes. Oh, we tested that theory. Okay. Uh, they passed very well. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yep. Um, all right. Before we continue, we'll go to the phones. Mike is in Tupelo with a cell phone reception question. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning. Uh, I have an iPhone 5S on AT&T and with a failing battery. And the question is what iPhones offer the best phone reception? I know we talk a lot about data, but um, just as far as using it as the phone, any suggestions? That's actually a really good question. Um, I would think that they would all be designed pretty much the same. Um, no antenna is going to be better than one other. Uh, most of the changes that you see in the phone will be the speeds that they receive, but not the actual reception. The reception on any of them should be pretty good. Now, you say that you have a failing battery. Um, do you mean that it just doesn't last very long, or what, what do you mean by that? Well, like yesterday, um, I, I made a couple of phone calls and talked, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, and it, and it diminished my battery by 50%. Oh, wow. Ooh. Now, yeah, the phone that's, that's over three years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand sometimes that, that, you know, there's kind of a time limit on them. Uh, so I'm looking at either replacing the phone or replacing the battery. So Replacing uh, the battery would be a lot cheaper than replacing the phone unless you just want to upgrade your contract or get into one of those next plans and pay monthly. Um, if you're if you're not too attached to the latest and the greatest, I'd say go for the battery first and see if maybe that doesn't have something to do with boosting the reception. In a poor reception area, it's going to drain the battery like crazy anyways. I don't think it would do anything to make it better, but phones are weird like that. So I would try the battery first. Okay. The first quote I got on a battery change is like $75. It seemed a little high. I don't know whether any other options there. Well, um, I'd say that uh, each phone shop is going to have that rated differently. Like at my shop, we charge 40 to do a battery in a 5. Um, so I would just keep shopping around if you can and see if you can find somebody that's a little more reasonable. Okay. Mike, thank, thank you. you for your call. We appreciate it. 877-MPB-RING mm-hmm. is the number. This morning we're talking about traveling tech tips, and we'd love to hear from you. What are some things you have to have on the road with you when you go on vacation? If you need some advice on things such as uh, surviving the trip with extra batteries, or if you have any question about data coverage, maybe you're going far away, you need some advice, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Additionally, if you have any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. You can also send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So I'm going to ask you guys this question. It seems like when I go out of town and I'm flying, I overpack. I have my iPad, I have my iPod, I have my laptop, and I have my phone. And I may end up only using two out of four of those things. But something within me is saying, you're going to need your laptop or you're going to need your iPad. Um, What what about that idea of taking too much tech? What do you think about that? Uh, Guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do the exact same thing. I'm going to, you know, I had like my laptop and I had, we, we had way, way, way too much stuff. Now, the one advantage of having your laptop there is that if you do start filling up your phone, for example, with some pictures or some videos or something Jeremy and I were talking about, um, the laptop does give you somewhere where you can kind of offload that and free up a little bit of space. So there are some advantages there, but I mean, anyone who's traveled in the, oh, I don't know, the last 15 years knows that going through with all your tech devices can really slow you down at the, at the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But no, I'm I'm guilty of the exact same thing. Um, Jeremy, and I don't do know think? I don't know what cure is. They're like you know <laughs> tech anonymous or something. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to sign up because I'm, I'm the same way. I bring everything with me pretty much everywhere I go. I've got my laptop, my iPad, my phone, uh, a backup battery, a bunch of charging cables. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I just got me a 20,000 milliamp hour uh, portable battery. So that thing will charge my phone like, uh, I don't know, um, at least at least five or six times. Whoa. So, yeah. I yeah mine is two. I think I get two full charges out of mine before it goes dead. Yeah, the yeah. one that I carried down, I charged it before we left, and we spent a week in the parks, and it's only now at a quarter. I mean, it's, it's three quarters empty. So, yeah, some of these can actually last pretty good if you uh, if you take care of them. What do you got, Java? I know um, you guys were talking about packing too much tech, but uh, having a toddler and traveling to, like, different hotels or whatever, mm. it's one thing that is good to pack. It's like the Amazon... Um, Fire stick because mm-hmm. you can oh, put it yeah. put, put the HDMI into the uh, into the back of the TV, hook into the you know the hotel's Wi-Fi, and oh, yeah. then we can watch our normal shows because yeah. if it's not what's or he wants on the TV or you know <laughs> his specific thing, then we might just have a little problem. That's good. I've taken oh, the that's Roku. A great idea. Yeah, I've taken the Roku uh, with me to just plug it up to the TV, and that was perfect. They were watching Netflix and everything. That's a great idea. I always have an HDMI cable in my arsenal for that, too. Um, actually, when we went on our honeymoon, I had it with me, and we had a little TV in the cruise, and uh, I just hooked it right up to it, and we just watched movies right off my laptop. It was awesome. Now, usually when I use hotel Wi-Fi, it is horrible. Do you guys yeah. have the same experience? Yeah. Yes. Like my mobile data is just better. The cellular data works much yeah. better. Oh, <laughs> it's atrocious. Volume. You've got so many people in that hotel that are connected trying to go through that one pipe. There's just too much. There's yeah. too many people connecting, so it just it just can't handle that volume of people. Now, sometimes they offer Wi-Fi for a fee. Would you recommend folks using the the, the fee Wi-Fi? You know, it may be no. three ninety nine a day, and it's saying, "Oh, this Actually, is lightning fast." It's also pretty slow. Yeah. See, the ones That's what that I thought. I've had friends that needed to get connected, and they were like, hey, man, here, you can share my plan. And so I connected, and I'd be like, well, dang, I'm glad I didn't pay for that. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of those run like nine ninety five, and mm-hmm. it's like, no. I mean, Oof, I, it, like per day. Yeah. I mean, that's just uh, – and, and, and in 2017, I just I, – I find that disappointing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, a lot of it is, too, and maybe it's just the nerd in me, but I, I do have a tendency of really paying attention to that hotel Wi-Fi, and I see some of the – some of what they're using, and in all honesty, it's exactly like what Jeremy's saying. It's oversaturated. Just imagine you're trying to get everybody in that hotel through a garden hose. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're talking about water, and it's just um, you know, you run up against that. It's 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 the never-ending problem. And if you go to casinos, it's even worse. And you know, the way I've had it described to me there is, at the end of the day, they don't really want you in your room. They want you getting out of your room. So it you makes may notice. A lot of sense. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, one question we have a couple calls to get to, but I wanted to ask about packing tech when you are flying. Do you recommend just having a carry on bag uh, with some cushion as opposed to packing your laptop or something uh, delicate in your suitcase because it could get thrown around? Definitely some padding in the bag. Um, I like like we were discussing before, like I, any of that kind of stuff. I keep it on my person just because. I know I can keep it safe that way. I know under my protective eye that it won't, nothing will happen to it. Uh, so definitely a protective case of some kind. They even make these cases that are uh, TSA-friendly. Um, they're easy to scan. So you can even get those if you 
really don't want to worry about them scanning your stuff. Um, it, it can make it a lot easier. Okay. And so what I've been seeing, too, uh, the lithium-ion batteries are causing a little they, – they're making a little bit of headway in some news. Uh, we've recently seen with the, with the whole Samsung issue with the batteries. Um, it is something, you know, to consider that there may be problems coming down the road for those kind of things. So, you know, just something to kind of watch out for and make sure before you're traveling, especially if you're going to a different country. Not as much of a problem here, but it is a problem with some of the uh, foreign countries. All right. We're going to go to the phones. Joe is in Hickory, wants to ask about a Dell laptop. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning. Hey, what do you have for us? Uh, I have a Dell laptop computer. The other night I was using it, and I was getting ready to shut down for the day, and a pop-up appeared which said I needed to plug it in, that my battery was critically low, and I needed to plug in or find uh, another power source. Unfortunately, I was already plugged in. And so the computer died on me, just everything oh. we did. So I, t- I thought, well, maybe it's the power cord. And I bought a new power cord, but that was not that did not solve the problem. Do you have any idea what's wrong? Sounds to me like you've got a loose joint on the board, on your motherboard, and it has popped loose of where it was soldered down, and it's not making a good connection. If you wiggle it, does it does it show the light even just temporarily? Have you tried to wiggle it? You mean wiggle the start button? No, no, wiggle the wiggle the cord in the back of the computer. Sometimes if you kind of lift up on it or push down on it, not hard, just real gentle, just give it a little wiggle, you should see that light come back on that indicates that it's receiving a charge. Uh, I haven't done that. I, in the meantime, I've taken the computer to a shop because I didn't know what to do, you know. And, oh, okay. Well, and the guy told me he thought... He, he either said it was a, the charger board or the starter board. Did, which one did you think he meant? I, starter board? No, it would have to be the charger board. It's probably, a, it, they call it a daughter board usually. It's just another little individual board inside the computer that, that needs to be replaced. Um, sometimes it's soldered directly onto that board. Sometimes it's soldered directly onto your motherboard. But um, either way it goes, it's probably gonna ha- he's probably going to have to replace that particular component. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and, and quite honestly, that is, I don't know if I want to use the word common, but it, that would be the one of the most common problems that I see with laptops. Oh, yeah, pretty common. Okay. All right, so that, that jives with what the guy told me. I think he, the new part he said cost $74. Does that sound about right? If, if he's replacing a, a component inside on the board itself, that, that seems a little high for the part itself. But if that's part and labor, that's, that's fairly reasonable. Okay, Joe, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Good luck to you. We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we have Alan and Tyler to get to, and we have a couple lines open this morning. We're talking about traveling tech tips. Uh, Let us know what are your traveling tech tips. What are some things that you absolutely cannot go without while you're on vacation tech-wise? Do you have any thoughts on hotel Wi-Fi? Are you a fan? Would you pay for it? Give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. If you have any questions or comments about traveling tech tips or any general tech questions, we'll take those as well. 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
and welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson, and we're talking about traveling tech tips. If you're going to be doing some traveling this summer or in the near future, we're talking about some things for you to consider, uh, such as extra batteries to save battery life on your tech devices. Also, we'll get into heat and humidity, water and sand, how those things may or may not mix with tech devices. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any questions or comments about traveling with tech, 877-672-746. Six four is the number or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. All right, we go next to Alan and Brandon, who has traveling tips with tech. Good morning to you, Alan. Hey, Sharita, Jeremy, and Wilt, how y'all doing? Doing great. Oh, wonderful, hey, Alan. Alan. Good, good. Just a couple of tips. Now, now, my stuff's from an, an iPhone perspective, that's what I use. But uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Anchor, A-N-K-E-R, for these external yeah. battery packs that oh, y'all yeah. have referenced. And extra tables and stuff like that. All their stuff is first rate, and the prices are really good at Amazon. Do a little. Uh, the, the latest uh, battery pack I bought from them came with a nice little kind of mesh case. You stick your battery pack in there. Make sure you've got an extra lightning cable. Make sure you've got an extra micro USB cable, and make sure you stick your your external charging plug that plugs into the to the to the wall. And, and, and do your little kit and stuff and just have that with you, and uh, uh, th- then you're covered. Uh, you, know, you know, make sure the battery pack's fully charged before you take off. And, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you need to be more careful if you're on a plane than if you're in a car because with your car chargers, I mean, you can buy an external car charger that works great, too. But when you're, when you're flying, you really have to have one of these battery packs. And I'll also mention the uh, be aware, I don't, I think the airlines or TSA has changed this yet, but they don't want you to pack anything, any kind of lithium batteries on any kind of checked baggage. You're supposed to have those with you on board, I think, and your carry-on like luggage. And if you're if you're checking a bag, you're not supposed to put lithium batteries into that because of those fires they've had. And uh, and one final thing I wanted to say, you know, I know the iPhone 7 got rid of the headphone jack, but but they didn't consult me on that. I wish they would have. Uh, I hated that. <laughs> me too. They should have called into the show. You, you you can get that. I mean, here's one more thing you got to keep up with. But they, there is a Belkin Lightning audio charge, and it's called the Rockstar that you can buy from the Apple Store. It's another forty bucks, but it it'll convert your Lightning uh, port into two Lightning ports so that you can listen and charge at the same time. So. And, and I've got one, and it works well, but like I say, it's, it's something else you got to keep up with, something else you got to spend money on. But, you know, it, it, if you need it, you need it. So, uh, uh, but those are the comments I have. So, thanks. All right. Great comments, Alan. We appreciate Could your call. Agree. Could not agree more on the Anchor. Anchor is a solid company. They create very, very solid stuff. That's actually what my little charger is. And I love the little mesh bag it came with because when I'm charging my phone, I can just put my phone in the bag and then just put that all in my pocket or in my bag or whatever. Yeah, those those bags are really – they're nice and thick. So uh, it doesn't – you know, it won't have that big battery box pushing up against anything else in your bag, possibly, you know, shattering a screen or something like that. All right. Alan, we appreciate and, your call. Go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry, the only other recommendation I have is if you're an Android user, you want to see if you can get you a quick charge cable because it makes the difference between two hours and six hours. Oh, yeah, that's a big difference. That's a nice <laughs> difference. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Thank you so much for your call, Alan. We really appreciate it. We'll stay on the phones. We're going next to Tyler, who's in Louisville. Good morning to you, Tyler. Louisville, Louisville. Which one is it? Good morning. Good morning. Y'all are going on and on about batteries. Now my phone's about to die. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Talk fast. Um, I have a comment and a question. Like, uh, as far as the device to travel with, I have a Surface Pro 4, and I freaking love it. It's, uh, I mean, you know, it's compatible with Apple products, but, like, uh, I know one of you likes the Xbox, and, uh, you know, you can stream right onto your uh, Surface and uh, play the game, like, via that, as long as your Xbox is hooked up to Wi-Fi. But, you know, that's a tablet and a, a great uh, laptop. I don't know if any of y'all have tried that, but I, I got a Surface Pro. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, I've got the uh, I've got the Surface Book, and I had the Surface Pro three before the book. I, just like you, Tyler, love them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I couldn't do without it. Now, no, I wouldn't switch to an iPad or, or anything else because I mean it does it all. And, um, and you know, it's got the full operating system instead of that uh, like mobile operating system. But uh, I have a uh, I have a portable storage device. I have like a one terabyte and a two terabyte. Uh, you know they're the the WP, and uh, like I had, uh, I got it formatted for my Xbox, and uh, and then whenever I went to uh, you know I went to take it back and start using it for my uh, Surface, and uh, you know the little system that the file that was on there that makes it pop up. Uh, wasn't on there anymore because I formatted from the Xbox, and I can't get the device to like pick it up where to open it up, and then to even save that on there. I know you can like uh, right click on your uh, Start menu and go to your uh, what is it Device Manager or, or uh, Disk Management or something like that, and uh, and but it won't even let me do that anymore. Like once it goes into the disk management, it's still not registering on there as even uh, being there. So I, I don't. I really don't know what to do now. I spent like three hours trying to get it to work. It's never good. Sounds to me like it's a formatting issue, don't you think, Will? Because I'm not sure that the file system that works on the Xbox One is actually like NTFS compatible. It it is not. Uh, okay. Same thing. I have an Xbox One. I have an external drive on it. Once it's formatted to the uh, to the Xbox, it's pretty much married to that Xbox. I have seen in a couple of threads where people have uh, reformatted and put them back onto a regular Windows computer. But honestly, off the top of my head, I can't remember how they did that. But I tell you what, if you were to shoot us in an email, uh, once I get back to the office, I can look that up a little bit because me and a couple of buddies were talking about that quite a while back. I'll dig into my uh, my nerd archives and see if we can't come up with some solutions for you there. I'm pretty uh, yes, sure you're yeah, going to have... I mean, I, I've done it. I, I've done it once before, and uh, then like an idiot, I was like, well, I need to storage for my Xbox, and then uh, it's like a, a, a vicious cycle. And uh, yeah. But then the, the second time, it, it wouldn't perform like the same way. I mean, I, I had trouble remembering how to do it, but I mean, I, I Googled it, you know, like anybody else could. And... Uh, and freaking, but like I said, like it tells you to go in your disk management, and uh, uh-huh. and you know it'll pop up where you have the different storage systems on there. Like mm-hmm. and, you know you de- you just have to format it. But now it's not even showing up on that. Like there's uh, like an issue with like the plug. And, but I tried all I tried multiple plugs on it because uh, it comes with the uh, the funny was it a USB three? Is that the yeah the yeah. Yeah, and and uh and uh so I don't think that that's the issue. I I really have no idea because I okay. I've reformatted it before. 
So when I deal with a, a finicky hard drive like that, um, if you go into your disk management console and you look at the available disks and then you plug in that external, if you see anything pop up, it may not show, you know, basic disk online, healthy primary partition, yada, yada. It may just show a, a disk with no label. If you unplug it and that disappears, then plug it back in and then initialize that disk that appeared. Otherwise, I think your hard drive may have just died on you. But I don't think that's the case because it just seems like a simple formatting issue. Okay. Tyler, uh, thank you so much for your call. We certainly appreciate it. Once again, that email is everydaytech at mpbonline.org if you'd like to follow up with us. We'll stay on the phones. We're going next to Van in Mobile who has an Internet question. Good morning to you, Van. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. um, two years ago, my family and I purchased a, uh, a fifth wheel. And uh, it came with uh, smart TVs, and, and like you were discussing before, we do use the, uh, the fire sticks when we go on vacation. And, and a lot of the, uh, the, the campsites that we go to, some are rural, some are not, but uh, very rarely do they have um, uh, either cable or some type of Internet access. Some do, uh, but like with the hotels, it's, it's spotty at best. Um, and then, of course, at the rural, you have – uh, connectivity issues with your phone being being so far away from towers and, and whatnot. My question is, is there a system that you're aware of that will allow you to um, have Internet access via a portable satellite system? Um, and do you have an idea as to about what, what a system like that would run? I don't think that there is a portable satellite Internet system. I'm currently filling this with dialogue so I can Google this. I imagine Will <laughs> is probably doing the same. Ditto. Um, I've done the same. If, if they are available, I imagine they cost an arm and a leg because, like, a satellite phone is just a super expensive phone. It'll work just about anywhere, but they come at a cost. I right. assume that the portable Internet would be the same. Yeah, I found a hot spot here online for 1200 bucks. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, now, one thing that comes to mind... For me, uh, I've got a friend of mine up at work who um, he utilizes cellular service for his internet at home, and he lives in a very rural area. And it's something I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to talk a little bit more on on a future show, just because we're still trying to feel it out to make sure it's going to be something I would feel good recommending. But the device that he's put in actually has some larger antennas, and it actually takes an external antenna. And the little device on the back end of it would have, like, say, like an AT&T or a Verizon SIM card in it. And he's able to get a really good reception in an area where normally his phone would not, but he's actually, you know, by using a more powerful antenna. So there may be some cellular antenna options that may be more palatable than going that satellite route. Because uh, 1200 to me, that just took me right out of the market. <laughs> oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of what I run into. Um, you know, they have these... There are systems out there that are pay-as-you-go that are specifically designed for uh, fifth wheels and diesel pushers and such as that that that, that many many folks use now and and, and you see they're on the, you know these satellite systems that are basically on a gimbal and they move and track as as, as you move. We really you know we, we would be stationary, but uh, and they had these old lap uh, tabletop type things you just set up and they you know the, the setup's real easy and you, and it's a pay-as-you-go thing, but. I haven't found any of them that provide, um, you know, uh, any type of, of internet access. But the the idea of boosting the the cell phone signal is definitely something that I would 
would be interested in looking into because uh, again just it just from a safety issue too I mean being able to have uh, additional cell phone um, service uh, in some of these areas would be um, would, would, would give you a, a good peace of mind I would think as well yeah one um, now we use this professionally this is a but this may at least kind of start you down the right path for research we use a device called a cradle point at work and what that does is that gives us a cellular backup to our our um, physical internet connections now cradle point is normally used a lot more so for business say uh, you know if you had you know rural areas they could pick it on up but that might kind of start taking us down that particular path and I'd, I'd love to follow back up with you on this one as well because this would be a really interesting uh, interesting road to go down all right, Van, thanks for your call. If you'd like to follow up with us, email everydaytechatmpbonline.org. We do appreciate your call. Um, and uh, we have full set of lines here, so let's uh, chat really quickly about these few tech t- tips before we uh, get back to the lines. Um, if you're out of the country or you're going out of the country, what is uh, some like what are some main things to consider as far as your cellular phone plan is concerned? Making sure that your particular carrier works in the country you're going to is one that comes to mind. Uh, that was a problem that we ran into in the past with C Spire, was in some countries overseas it wouldn't work. But probably even more important now is just looking at, uh, well, I'll use Verizon for an example, and this was um, recently, this is a work thing, but we were managing it. All phones, for the most part, your phone's sitting on your hip right now. You can go overseas and you can use it. And what they may end up doing is just charging you an overage rate. Hey, every every mag you use, every gig you use, we're, we're more than willing to give it to you at a price. And we found out there was a um, – we had a miscommunication between two of our guys that were traveling, and one of his plans was set up. It was a $20 a day. You're good to go, just like your normal data plan in that country. The other guys, it didn't get set in time. He ended up for one day with a $340 overage charge. Wow. So it's the difference of making sure you contact, you know, if you're going overseas, even Mexico and Canada, if you're going over there, make sure you contact your your cellular provider and say, look, I'm going here. What's the most economical way for me to do this? Because you don't want to do that pay-as-you-go thing. That pay-as-you-go will eat your lunch. It'll add up. Uh, Last thing before we get back to the phones, water, sand, and tech. So if you're going to the beach, what's important if you don't have a water-resistant phone? Uh, Case, leave it in the car. What are your thoughts? Leave it in the car. Cars get hot. Leave it in the car. It will get hot, though. But I, I, I had a client. Um, she was at the beach with her. This was back when the Galaxy S came out. But she was at the beach, and her phone got so hot that her battery exploded in her pocket. Ooh. Yeah. So don't temp the heat. Okay. All right. And don't temp water. I mean, water, heat. And, and y'all know, you go to the beach, sand can get in places you didn't even know you had. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get back home, and three months later, sand still. <laughs> exactly. Out. Just imagine where it can get in your laptop. If it can do that to us, you know, uh, I've seen people sitting out on the beach with a laptop, and I'm like, oh, you are a computer shop's best friend right about now, because that right. thing will be in the shop. All right. A few calls also, to get to. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, just one quick thing. Um, regarding traveling overseas, um, if you do not want to use your phone, put it in airplane mode. Because sometimes when you turn it off, it's still going to go looking for a signal, and that can actually run your battery down yes. more. Uh, so put it in airplane mode. And also, 
If you want to use it but you don't want any kind of data usage, download your maps from Google before you go. Like when we went to, uh, uh, to the Bahamas, I downloaded a map of the Bahamas, so if I didn't have any data, we could still make our way around, which was very useful. Mm-hmm. Good, good. All right, lots of calls to get to. Lucy is in Macomb. Good morning to you, Lucy. Good morning. Hey, good we have for us. All right. My, I'm an unintentional assistant. My coworker has an iPhone 6, an iPad, and a laptop, and vol- voluminous email. I looked over. He had five digits on his messages. Where's the best place to delete the email from first so it goes away and it stays away? Because he apparently has iCloud as well. Hmm. Well, see, Lucy, that's all going to depend on the way that he has his email set up. Um, there are Two email ways. accounts because it wouldn't be any fun if we only had one. Right. Well, see, we got to throw some nerd terms at you because there's a couple of different ways that email can be set phone. There's POP which is a way where you can download to the phone and it only stays on that phone. And then there's IMAP where it kind of synchronizes across all of the devices. If I had to take a guess, I'd say he synchronized through IMAP. And sometimes it can be a little weird getting emails to delete off of all the devices when you're running those protocols. So you, you probably need somebody to come and get hands-on with those to get it all sorted out. Okay. Lucy, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, we go next to Rick, who's in Grand Bay. Good morning to you, Rick. No, uh, you got my email. Yeah, it don't need to be addressed on the air. I need a, <laughs> It's a highly technical answer. You probably might have to do some research on it. But what I take on my trip all the time, I got a device by, by a company called Rav Power, R-A-V-P-O-W-E-R. It's a portable NAS, and uh, it's got a Cat5, Cat6 plug in it, so you can make sometimes you get there and there's only a, Cat5 plug in the wall and they got internet access. We can plug this thing in and now you got Wi-Fi in the room. Oh. Connect up to five devices on it. It's got enough power in it that it will power a, a one terabyte external hard drive. It also, um, uh, what you call it, you can log in through it. If there is a Wi-Fi, you can log into this and then log in through the, the RAV power and it acts as a VPN so you're protected. And, uh, it takes a, uh, a regular size SD card and a micro SD card. Plus, it's a 8,000 milliampere hour uh, backup battery. So they're only wow. about 40 bucks. One of the best things you can take along on a trip. Nice. Sounds good. And we did get your uh, email, Rick. And uh, yeah. we're gonna. It's, it's a little detail. Yeah, yeah. It's a little detail. Yeah. So we'll get to it uh, after right. the show. I appreciate it. Thank you, Rick. And and I think, you too. And I think we owe Lucy. I think I saw Lucy's email. I recognized her as we needed to still put some stuff together. So, Lucy, you'll be hearing from us as well. All right. We'll take care of it. Hey, Michael, in Rockwall, Texas, we have about 30-ish seconds left. What do you have for us? Um, It's a fix for the Xbox One uh, hard drive. I've done it a couple times. The easiest way to do it is to go into your computer settings once you have it plugged in, and it'll usually show up. But you will have to change the partition in it back to um, a Microsoft format that's compatible with your computer. So it'll install it on its own, and it'll just run for a while. And it does that every time you swap in between them. You'll have to, like, when you plug it into your Xbox again, it'll reinstall its own partition. Okay. Good information. 
Uh, Michael, thank you so much. Wish we had a little bit more time. Maybe you can call back next Wednesday if you wanted to delve into that a little further. Thank you for your call. All right, Jeremy, we have 30 seconds. Go. Do it. Going away, we've got a few tips. Portable chargers, cases, and good drift. Leave the phone in the car. Don't take it to the beach. Keep it out of the heat. If it gets wet, turn it off, leave it off, and let it dry. If you get too hasty, your poor phone will die. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, thank you so much. We appreciate thank it. Wilts, thank you for being on as well. Yes, Java Chapman was our board operator. And Patrick, the intern, was our call screener. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is up next right here on MPB Think Radio.